Hello everyone, this is Blake with Marvel.com, and I have a very, very special edition of the This Week in Marvel podcast. I am joined by Mr. M-E-T-H-O-D, man. What's up, y'all? That's right, I'm in here with the B-Man, and we're about to get it cracking. Well, I just had such a blast showing you around the office, like, <laughs> you... What was your experience like? like most, I got to say, initially, fans don't unfortunately get the chance to walk around here. You got to be somebody special, which you're somebody special. What was your experience like? Man, I'm meffing. You're not, <laughs> man. Yo, um, like, like I'm in the comic book mecca of the world, man. And I mean, you can't go two steps without your your head turning. I, mean, I need some blinders or something because. I, I, it's hard. I can't even. I don't even have words, people. <laughs> For every fanboy that has ever picked up a comic book and wish they were in my position right now, you feel me. You feel me. I got a burst of energy. I just want to let out and just scream <laughs> and run up and down the hallways, butt ass naked. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, serious. You got along with everybody so well. I'm sure you, you're allowed to. So I think they were impressed by my comic book yeah. knowledge. <laughs> they were very impressed by my comic book knowledge, my inner geek. So I, I, I've interviewed you a couple times before, and you've uh, you've told me, you've answered this before, but just yeah. for fans who haven't seen these previous interviews we've done, how did you get started with Marvel? Uh, a friend of mine um, had a broken his leg, I guess, and his father had bought him a gang of uh, comic books. It was summertime. He couldn't do anything, so in order to have his friends come over, he would let us read his books, and the first book I ever picked up was an X-Men book, and that issue, Magneto had, um, because I was familiar with the X-Men, but the earlier version of the X-Men with the, you know, the kind of blue and yellow uh, suits, and they Mm -hmm. all had masks on the original five, and, uh, this was a totally different take on it, which I hadn't seen before. So I was interested, and I opened up the book, and I and I see that Cyclops was still down, and uh, and I remember they uh, made a reference to uh, Jean Grey calling herself Phoenix, and it was like, is that what she's calling herself? And it was sort of a reference because she kept changing her name so much, I guess. And uh, Magneto had all of them in like these mach- machinations, these machines that negated their powers, so to speak. Like Cyclops, for instance, had like this metal, I don't know what it was, wrapped around his eyes Mm -hmm. so he couldn't use his optic blast. Um, Wolverine claws were kind of uh, in like some type of shackles where if he popped them, he would pop them into his own head. It was just brilliant, man. And and I'm looking at that like, I don't remember these (laughs) X-Men. Comic books are freaking cool. And just from there, just from that day on, it was just love and I had a great teacher her name was Miss Gold sixth grade teacher and for extra um, credit she would have all the guys all the boys or whoever was interested in comic books stay after school to make our own books and we made our own comic books and I remember my first character was uh, the Midnight Marauder and uh, Ulysses I don't know Mm. why I called him Ulysses I just liked the name you know which was one of our I guess uh, General Ulysses S. Grant (laughs) yeah I just called him Ulysses and um yeah, and I, I commend Ms. Gold for that because she kept our interest peaked as far as um, comic books, and I wanted to actually be an artist on a comic book, but I, nah, I, never happened. I hear a lot of stories where people start around the age of eight or something, and they kind of lapse in the middle. It doesn't sound like you had a break at any point. Not, not really. There was one break when I um, moved to Indiana, which was like for a year, but my cousin mm-hmm. had books, and um, but he was more of a DC guy, and... Um, more of an off-radar comic book dude, so I was getting stuff like 
oh god what was the name of these uh, the uh the elementals you know what i mean justice machine um he was the first one to put me on a dark night the frank miller one mm-hmm. when those were coming out uh you know and, and so by the time i got back it was like okay my comic is so broad now maybe i may dabble in a little bit of a uh, dc maybe i may dabble in a little bit of dark horse maybe i will you know all those other little what's the faces that were around at the time that's why i like dynamite you know dynamite yeah like they're they're doing stuff right now with like characters uh green hornet i think something like that mm-hmm. and other characters yeah which i have, i don't really buy the books and stuff but it's interesting to see you know what i mean but um my my journey from there to now i mean what can i say i feel like i put in enough time uh reading um, enough money that I spent that I could have a valid opinion about some of these books right. now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's great that I'm here on this podcast with you. I appreciate it. This is, this is a pl- the pleasure's all mine, sir. Yes, That's sir. all I'd say. Um, so you mentioned that you tried to, you wanted to be an illustrator. You, you told me during the tour that you would like sketch out some characters. How come you didn't like go out and try to become an illustrator? Well, uh, for one, I, I thought I was good. <laughs> I used to draw all the time. And um, I remember we used to move around a lot, my mom and my sisters and I cobbler in theaters now that's um, coming out we'll yeah, talk yeah, about yeah. that <laughs> uh, my mom i move around a lot and uh damn where was i illustrator you uh oh yeah and um I, I was in this new classroom and um you know i was drawing a little bit and this kid cameron was in the class and uh he was way better than i was <laughs> way freaking better so i had to rethink that i had to, I had to rethink that but what i did take from him was how to draw hair on oh. my characters you know this kid was awesome man like everything he drew and he was drawing them like fast he could do it with pen or pencil without erasing anything so i'm, I'm like you know, i'm no place near that right there so i i just started sticking to stuff like snoopy and garfield and you know things in the the uh funny pages <laughs> i said i'm gonna keep my illustrating right here because i can't do that other stuff so you can draw really generic characters with really great hairs yeah man yeah I like man. That. <laughs> first character i i uh ever drew or traced was Nightcrawler because he's one of my favorite characters at the time. Mm. So yeah, and uh, Vision mm-hmm. and the Vision. I used to love the Vision too. Well, touching on kind of you being an illustrator, you also are a comic book creator yourself. Yes. Tell fans how that came about. Um, I wanted to do a comic book. My manager, I know I wanted to go to Comic Con. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my manager was like, "Well, the best way you're gonna get to Comic Con is if you make your own book." What, <laughs> what do you say? I was like, "Yeah, <laughs> f- it, let's do it." <laughs> and um, uh, what's his name? Sanford Green. Green. Yeah. He's done some stuff for us, yeah. That's my man right there. He um, walked me through it. Uh, he took all my ideas, and uh, he brought it to a, a live comic book. I mean, I was a little, because, you know, I'm an art dude. I like mm-hmm. art is big with me. And, um, and when he sent over his initial sketches, brilliant. Like, the dude can draw his ass off. Um, I don't know, like, maybe, you know, maybe his time schedule or whatever, permitted or whatever, but he had to bring someone else in on the book to finish, you know, the illustrations. And the guy, it looked like, uh, I won't say scribble scratch because I can't do it, but it wasn't up to standards of what I'm used to, you know. Not saying he wasn't good, but it just wasn't up to the standards that I I wanted as far as the artwork. Sanford, on the other hand, as far as the uh, writing and uh, making the book like an actual comic book, bravo. Bravo to him, and I would love to work with him again. Mm-hmm. I would love to work with him again. But the, the book was basically about, you know, Method Man, called it Method Man, but I wanted to do something different. I didn't want it to be and have anything to do with music because I'm from this comic book world, knowing this comic book world so well. So um, we came up with the idea that Method Man would be, 
not just the name of one person, but the name of a group of men called Method Men. And they're then uh, out of that, we came up with their murder priests. They go around and uh, fight uh, Satan's armies undercover as priests, but they're murder. These are priests that'll kill your ass. <laughs> All right, and uh, we had I had this certain power where because I always loved the Hulk. I had this certain power where I'm I'm pretty good at what I do by myself, strong everything else. But when I combination of the Hulk and Wolverine, when I get into my rage, this this blinding rage, I bulk up into like this <laughs> monster and just kill shit off. But um, <laughs> he he leaves the murder priest thing and becomes a gumshoe. Oh well, and uh, but for paranormal activities, uh, cases that other people won't take because they basically don't believe the people. What you seeing ghosts? Uh, so he comes on as that, and uh, uh, something happens from his past brings him back into you know the the typical comic book story where something from his past comes back and he has to go back to where it all started for him at, and then you know, fix basically mm-hmm. and shit. And yeah, and basically I was going up against Lilith. Uh, you know she's synonymous with just evil evil demonic bitch <laughs> you know um uh, i had a um, uh, um goliath uh and something else i forgot the the, the character but it, these are basically like those mythological kind of characters and yeah and, and it was a pretty good book pretty good book like i said sanford did a great job as far as the story and everything and getting my all my jumbled ideas and putting them into a format that people could actually read and just the artwork was a little lacking for me well, ultimately, did you get to go to Comic-Con for it? Yeah, it got me to Comic-Con, and guess what? I met Rob Liefeld. Oh, well. Yeah, it was awesome, man, because I told him, man, like, you know, you are Cable. You know what I'm saying? Like, that that's that's your f-ing character, even though, you know, we know Maddie and uh, Cyclops, you know, they had Nate, whatever, whatever, and sent to the future and all that, but the actual character of Cable, that is Rob. And... Uh, I commended him for I was like best cable ever. Uh, he uh, gave me a copy of Young Bloods and he drew a picture of Bad Rock in the front. Like in two seconds, drew a picture of him, signed it, gave it to me. I cannot find this <laughs> book. I'm mad as hell at my people for that. But I commend Rob for that. And uh, I also I didn't actually get to meet him, but he was big on my list for his run on Spider Man. Um, Eric Larson. Mm. That was a uh, pretty interesting. Um, I wanted to meet Larry Stroman, but he was already gone, and he had did a book I love called Tribe. Um, you know, we don't have too many. Uh, well, we do have black artists, but not too many that had their own book. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And I, and I thought that was that was pretty good. And that was the whole with the whole uh, image thing when that whole thing hit right there. And but we had to talk about Marvel. So no, no, no. Um, I, I do want to ask: Did Liefeld and you had like this weird mutual admiration kind of meet up? I'm sure he. I think so. I mean, he too. actually drew that. I mean, he drew that picture for me right yeah. then and there on the spot. I don't think he does that for everybody. And maybe he's just in Comic Con mode, but he knew who I was. He knew who I was, and he was he was pretty cool, man. He was just how, how I imagined him to be. This is kind of a question I wanted to ask later, but it, it kind of ties into it. I heard a story that um. Lance Reddick, who played Daniels on The Wire, yeah. he met Matt Fraction at a Comic-Con, and they really? both geeked out together. Wow. I wondered, have you and Lance ever spoke? To, I heard no, of No, I've, I haven't even had any um, scenes with Lance. He was on um, on set a couple of times when I was there, and shit, but it was always like mutual respect. How you doing, Lance? Blah, blah, blah. And He's a pretty down-to-earth dude, but no, I've never had any. Oh, I just uh, heard rumors that he was a huge comic book fan, too. Mm-hmm. I would love to talk um, comics with some of my, my colleagues. Have you? M. I would love to talk comics with M, but I don't know if he would. I don't know. Mm-hmm. No, I have it. Not with anybody. 
Just, really? Uh, no. 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 Nothing I can think of off top like right now. No. I want to get. I've heard. I've heard Paul McCartney's a big fan. I want to get you and him in a room Paul to talk McCartney. comics. I would love to see Paul McCartney. Paul McCartney talk shout. That would be yeah. fucked out. Well, you know, it's my my favorite character. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I would I would have to go with Captain Britain, but it's so obvious. So I, I you know, I, I, yeah, something. Like that. If no one tunes into this podcast just to hear Method Man <laughs> do a British accent, I don't know what. <laughs> you know, it's a lot of work and a little bit of time actually, but got it. All working itself out. That is amazing. Well, I can't go anywhere from there, but I have to. You mentioned The Cobbler. Yes, this sir. is the reason you are sitting here right now. Yes. Your new film. Yes. Talk a little bit about that. Well, it's a new film starring The Sandman, Adam Sandler, called The Cobbler. It's uh, in theaters March 13th. Uh, it's a nice story, you know. It's about a uh, high school kid who gets bitten by a radioactive <laughs> spider. And um, oh, that's not what we're I talking think I about. I saw a totally different film. <laughs> that's not. We, oh, <laughs> sh- oh no, no, no. My bad, my bad. Sorry. The Cobbler. Basically, it's a uh, a story about um, Adam's character. His name is Max, and he's a shoe. He's a shoe man, and uh, he happens to let's let's just say he's not too happy with his life at the point in time and uh, my character Ludlow comes into the shop to get his shoes repaired he goes to repair the shoes machine breaks down so he has to pull out the old decades old generation shoe repair machine I guess so he's working on this machine and um, the machine has a how do I say it magical property Mm -hmm. basically what happens is when Adam uses this machine on someone's shoes and he puts on those shoes, he becomes that person. Brilliant premise for a movie. To walk in someone else's shoes, literally. And there you have it. That's, I mean, the cobbler, I mean, you know, of course chaos is gonna ensue when he steps inside the shoes of Method Man because my life is a hell of a roller coaster <laughs> ride. And I mean, we would love for you all to, you know, if you're this high, you can ride this ride. You know, just go out and see the cobbler. And it's got, a, besides yourself, it's got a, a also oh, great yeah. cast like yeah. Ellen Barkin. Dustin Hoffman, Steve uh, Buscemi. Yeah, well, at the hood, we know him as Nucky. <laughs> Nucky Thompson, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dash Palenko from uh, OINTV. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. You got uh, Tom McCarthy, who, him and Paul Sato. I mean, what can I say? I, I love the fact that um, they even considered me or had me doing anything associated with this movie, that they trusted me enough with this part. And, I mean, kudos, that's all. Sure. I want to mention, too, a, a buddy of mine, actually, from Huffington Post interviewed you yesterday, Ricky, yeah. and you had a really fascinating thing you were talking about, how you, like, were acting, you had to act like Adam, trying to act like you. Yeah. Can you kind of talk a little bit more? Well, all of us, everyone that, who Adam, you know, when he tries on his shoes and he turns into, the majority of us were like, well, how do we have to act like Adam? And I, and for Tom, I don't think that was the idea Tom wanted. I think for Tom, it was more or less like, no. Yeah, you don't have to act like Adam. This is Adam in your body, so why would you try and act like Adam mm-hmm. in your body? This is you trying to act like you, but just a bad version. Boom. There you go. Once I had that in my head, it's easy. Well, not easy. I won't even say easy. Nothing was easy about it, I have to say. Maybe for <laughs> them maybe for them it was easy, but for me it wasn't that easy because I had never done anything like this before in my life. Two characters in the same movie. Mm. Never done it before. So it's good, pretty good. Um, I want to talk. I gotta ask one wire question because mm-hmm. I'm a huge wire nut. 
I, we've had Jamie Hector by. We've had Andre by. We've had uh, Michael K. Williams by. Yeah. You're the next one. When I watched the show, you were like the most famous person on that show. You're like, <laughs> at the, you're the most famous person on the best show ever. Is that weird? Like you and Steve Earle were the two most famous yeah. people on that show. Um, you know what? It wasn't for me at all because I, I, I tend to just, I'm just regular. I'm just a regular I act regular. I'm just stupid freaking regular, right? But um, being on set, I did everything everybody else did. It was uh -huh. time to eat lunch with everybody. <laughs> I had lunch with everybody. I had, we all had little trailers. I'd take the little trailer, whether it was, it didn't matter because I was there to do, I wasn't there as method, man. I was there as cheese. Mm -hmm. And I understood that. And I think that humility and that humbleness um, kind of showed. And, uh, I think they had a good time with me. I lasted all the way up to the oh, yeah. final season, damn near the last episode, you know? From second season two all the way up to the last episode, that ain't bad. <laughs> that ain't bad at all. We're definitely, you're, you're going to keep acting way, way more, I hope, right? Yeah. Like, you yeah. still keep doing it. Yeah, I mean, I have a few projects coming up, but the cobbler right now is, is the bottom line. I think that kind of um, snow made the snowball effect for everything else to fall into place, because since then, everything's been peachy keen as far as acting. Mm -hmm. I have a um, joint with a... Amy Schumer, train wreck coming soon. Oh, awesome. Yeah, a um, couple of TV appearances. Um, but by far, to this day, this is right here is the uh, best experience I've had so far. On being here? Oh, uh, Cobbler. Cobbler. Oh, I thought you meant Because I was actually, marble. I wasn't treated. Nah, nah, <laughs> it, it sucks, you kidding me? No, but <laughs> it was the first time in a long time that when I approached that set, I didn't feel like a rapper. I felt like an actor. Oh, that's awesome. You know yeah. And then I was treated as such. Mm -hmm. So that's cool. I, w I gotta ask too. I made you do some homework before you came here. Absolutely. Um, I apologize, Pulley. This is really strange to me. But uh, you read every comic that you sent me. Yeah, with um, the exception of Howard the Duck, because I bought it. <laughs> so yeah. What? Uh, what? I, I just. I, we've spoken about this before again. Mm -hmm. But for the fans who only listen to the podcast and don't read our interviews, blah blah blah. What are you? Uh, what are you really into? What, what got your claws? Out of the ones that we read, out of the ones that you Let's said? Let's start with those, and okay. then we'll go into more um, broad sense. Let me think. Okay. I wish we had the titles up here now. I know. I totally... My head. Um, the ones that came out last week. Alex, the intern's here to help with the fact-checking. Hold up. I might the be able to help you guys out. <laughs> Yeah, because uh, most of them are up today. The the thing that was bad, I uh, for uh, fans should know that I, I literally I felt so bad about. I sent you the PDFs of the comics without the covers because they weren't even done yet, and I mm -hmm. felt so bad about that because I knew you were such you're mm -hmm. so into the art. But I caught so, on to it. Okay. <laughs> I caught on. I caught on. What the hell? What is going on? Yeah. All new X Men. Okay, the all new X Men. Amazing. Special. Oh, so you're saying which ones uh, uh, for me stood out the most? Mm -hmm. Hmm. Hmm. I wish I had them right here right now. Yeah, because it's so much it's like running through my head right now. But mostly my, why is this doing this? I don't get this. Well, we could talk about the ones that generally that you love, like the Ghost Riders and the, um, the sort. No, 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 no. I'm trying to freaking remember because there was one that really stood out and there was a book that I don't read that you guys gave me. There's Thor, Wolverine, Deadpool. I thought they was going to give it up, too. I thought they were going to oh. give up the uh, identity <laughs> in Thor, but it didn't happen. Mm -hmm. um, Wolverines. 
Wolverine. That one stood out for me. Um, basically because of what, what what's Fang's whole mo right now, and I love I love how you know with Dakin it was more like he gave him food for thought with the and you know like yo imagine that him going after a father that he doesn't even no. know that doesn't even know that he exists and blaming him for stuff that he didn't do. Imagine that, mm -hmm. you know? Oranges and apples, like sour apples right there. Then he takes the arm back. I thought that was dope, right? But um, it was Sabretooth, actually, that he, yeah. th in this issue here, the Sabretooth issue, where Sabretooth, he's not the same Sabretooth, and I was trying to figure out what exactly Fang was uh, trying to do. Was he trying to sniff it out that he wasn't, you know, the same Sabretooth, or did he sense he wasn't the same Sabretooth, and he was testing them, whether he would take these people's lives or not? Um, I think he was going to kill those. I think Fang was going to kill those people any way, you know. Um, I don't think he wiped out the whole species. I think that's a crock of <laughs> I think it's more Two Fang. <laughs> no, I think it's more Two Fang than that because the way he comes off, he doesn't seem like the type of guy that would annihilate a whole race. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like he's trying to teach him a he's lesson. He's like trying to teach him a lesson, exactly. So I think there's more to it than that. But Sabretooth's reaction, priceless, when he, when he said fire. Yeah. It's like, no! It was like you could, like, he was really genuinely hurt by that like, and this is a guy that basically would, you know, kill his own seed. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, I don't know. It, it kind of really stood out to me. That whole Wolverine's storyline is, is 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 crazy. I mean, the thing going on with Shog with Shogun and Ogun being in his body and uh, Lady Deathstrike. You know, he's not sure if the bitch wants to kill him or f him. <laughs> it's, it's, yo, it's 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 amazing. You know what I mean? It's like yo, like. And I love it because Lady Deathstrike, the way guys always drew, I love the way they're drawing her now. And and even the issue before this issue, it was more painted, yeah. like the Alice Ross type of style. I, there was this one panel where she's reaching out like this and the dress and everything with the, in the uh, kimono, I guess, with the dragons and stuff on it. Beautiful. Like, I would put that on a freaking T-shirt right there. <laughs> I love the way they draw now because um, um, the Lady Deathstrike that I remember with the helmet and the whole samurai garb and the, eh, you know, they did other versions of it, but this one by far is my is my favorite one because it kind of embraces her Japanese heritage and at the same time, you still know that she's a woman, you know, so I, I, I like that. I like that a lot. Do you ever get, to, I know you, you mentioned you don't talk comics with other celebrities. Do you talk comics with, like, friends, or do you no, have a they're group? not interested. <laughs> really? <laughs> they're not interested, but now that the movies come out, I, I get to do certain facts that they didn't, fun facts uh -huh. that they didn't know about, about certain characters and shit like that, you know what I mean? So, yeah, that's about as far as it'll go. Then they're not interested in it again. I'm so fascinated. You, like, are the coolest comic book nerd I've ever I'm met. I'm trying to tell you, man. <laughs> I, I embrace it, too. That's the thing about it, man. I love my books. That's amazing. Well, we only had a couple minutes left. Um, we got a couple more things we need to show you around the office, okay. especially the X Men office, which yeah. the editors have been out to watch That's where this it whole time. For me. But um, anything else you want to speak on? You have uh, um, Method Man on Twitter. Uh, anything else you want to? Uh, you can get me Method Man um, official on Instagram, Method Man Twitter, uh, at Method Man on Twitter. Um, my big, my thing. I I'll leave you guys with this, Jewel. We have a voice with how they make our precious comic book movies. <laughs> and you guys should demand no shaky can, okay? <laughs> this is why we go to see the movies. We love storylines and all that. We want to do character development and all that good stuff. It's all fine and dandy. But we are actually there to see the superheroes be superheroes, do what they do best. Captain America Winter Soldier, hats off. You guys actually showed the fight and the fact that Cap is... Basically not superhuman, but super in a way. There's an element of he could die, 
that makes the fight so much more, you know, keeps you on edge so much more. Whereas I won't name the movie, but this guy is supposed to be like, this dude has trained for years to, you know, he's trained under the tutelage of a ninja. I won't say the ninja's name, Ray Sakul. <coughs> and for him to have three movies, three movies and every fight scene sucked, but it is critically acclaimed all across the board is a, a smack in the face to comic book lovers all over the planet. <laughs> I'm serious because this guy is supposed to be like, it's, let's say if you got the Punisher and he only got, got to shoot maybe one gun and it was a bad shot at that, <laughs> you would be disappointed leaving that Punisher movie. But, but the critics would be like, great story. I, I really understand Frank Castle now. But the fanboys are sitting back like, he only killed one <laughs> and it wasn't even good. We couldn't even see it because the gun, all you seen was the gun go off. Imagine if you go see a Western and every time they shoot a gun, it's a close-up of the gun in the flash. That's all you get to see. You would be pissed. <laughs> pissed. That's how I feel about our precious comic book movies. Pull that camera back. Some of these guys do know how to fight. And if they don't know how to fight, they paid well enough that they can go learn for 30 days. All right? Comic book dudes, our voices are louder than y'all think. Make sure they stop with the stop the shaky cam. Stop the shaky cam. <laughs> Word. I and make the and make the so we can see the fighting. We don't want the the close up of the elbow and the face. You know, we don't want the gun going off. We don't want to see just the gun going off. We want to see where the bullet go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know how to – we can't end it any better than that. Yeah. Um, I, w I always end the podcast with this is Marvel, your universe as our tag. Yeah. I think you are the legendary Method Man. I think you should say that. I'm Blake Garris. I'm with Method Man. This is Marvel. Wait, what is it again? This is Marvel. <laughs> we should, we should totally I'm keeping this whole thing <laughs> in. Uh, this is Marvel, your universe. Right. I'm Blake Garris with the wonderful Method Man. Thank you so much once again. This is Marvel, and this is your universe.